Welcome to Once and Future Authors, Changing Lives One Book at a Time. I'm Stephanie Larkin, an author, independent publisher, and book coach. And each week we will be discussing processes and strategies to get your book finished and published and meet authors and publishing experts to tap into their experiences and expertise. There is one book out there that can change your life, and that is the book you write. So welcome aboard. This podcast is produced by Red Penguin Books, an independent publishing company working with authors of all genres. Whether you have a manuscript all ready to go, a book still stuck in your head, or perhaps even hundreds of handwritten sheets of loose leaf shoved in a drawer, visit redpenguinbooks.com and unleash your inner author. Welcome to the show. I swear, you and I have been on interviews before, and I said I called it the wrong thing, didn't I? Kind of, yeah. (laughs) But that's okay. You know, now you're discovering my secret. This is why I hold the book in my hand. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so that I actually know what I'm holding up or otherwise I'll be just completely flummoxed. Well, I totally get that. <laughs> I'm for joining us. Uh, Carol's also the author of the author's guide to planning book events. That's going to be an entire separate episode, Carol. Like, <laughs> okay. We're talking about like being an author. We're going to talk about marketing another day. So that'll yes, be- sounds good. <laughs> so thanks so much for joining us. And you know, it's funny when I asked you on, I was kind of, um, planning a whole lot of different author, um, you know, spotlights. Uh And I was thinking in terms of, okay, I want to get a mystery author. I want to get a memoirist. And I wanted to get someone who is, you know, adept in literary fiction. (laughs) That sounds so scary. And that's you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a scary person. Some people might say. Well, you know, If I were sitting down, and and you know that I've said to you many times that I would absolutely love to write fiction someday. Mm -hmm. I've said that, and you're going to have to work on me because- Yes, I am. I mean, we're in the middle of a pandemic. I should be able to come up with something right now. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Definitely. But but I must admit, if I were going to write fiction, in my head, I have have like a romantic comedy. Okay. a mystery. I have things like that in my head. Um, when you write, because you are in the genre of literary <laughs> fiction, um, what does that exactly mean? And what exactly, you know, how did you decide to do that? It decided for me, um, because I think I mentioned to you in the past that A Little Faith was actually the first book I wrote, but it was the second one to get published. Um, it was going to be a memoir and two about two or three weeks into my writing it i was like who's going to care what i have to say and then the characters and i know you laugh at me when i say this but they started speaking to me Woo! <laughs> and the the protagonist laura was very vocal and i'm like okay i don't know where laura is from or who she is but I, i've got to tell her story and so that is when I started writing it as um, a work of fiction. And I knew it was character driven and not so much plot driven, because I think that's the difference between literary fiction and commercial fiction. And I, and I think my books do touch upon some commercial fiction as well. Um, 
because I, I, I read literary fiction and some of it, I'm like, oh, I could never write that well, <laughs> that that good, the way a lot of the, um, A.S. Baya is one of them that comes to mind. And, um, but I, I, it is more character driven for me. Okay, so that's, so that's the defining line. Yes, yes, style and character, characterization. Okay, so if in my head, my future book that I'm gonna write is I'm thinking about like the storyline that's mm -hmm. kind of going away from literary fiction. Right, right. I would say, um, I'm trying to think if I had an end in mind. I think I did have an ending in mind for A Little Faith. And I was writing toward that. But the characters led the way. And, and the ending was different from what I had perceived. And it may be the same when you're writing, uh, you know, commercial fiction. So I am going to nag you, Stephanie, to write <laughs> Because, uh, you know, you got to get it out of your head and not as, as you well know. I'm going to try. I'm also going to make you repeat the part about how you, you didn't decide it was decided for you because I think that we lost our video for a few minutes. I, I okay. warned you that you were my guinea pig yes. today. <laughs> um, and for all of you who are watching this, we are um, connecting Zoom to Facebook Live. They say it works. Well, it worked for two minutes and then I lost you. So oh, okay. uh, any of you tech gurus out there who know how to make it work for longer than two minutes, please, please, please let me know um, because um, we just lost it. <laughs> I had even tagged you so nicely in it and everything. Uh, I don't know if, uh, if it's gonna tag as nicely this time as around, but you, were, you, you started by saying that you didn't choose to be a literary fiction writer. It chose you because these characters were kind of... Yes, they showed themselves to me. They did. They were, um, they started talking to me. There were different different characters in this book that wanted to be represented. And, and I started, that's how I started writing it. And, and the scenes, you have to have a scene though. You have to develop the scene. You have to develop the, the atmosphere. It can't be just the characters talking back and forth. It's not a stage play. So, <laughs> yeah, so that's that's what um, how that started with that one. So you when you start a book, yes, and uh -huh. and talk to me as your future student because oh okay, All right. I want to do this. Um, yeah. Do you since you're doing something that's character driven? Do you do what I read about in books? write little index cards with character, you know, <laughs> backstories and all that. Do you do that kind of thing? Not index cards, but I do have reams of notes. And because uh, I want to get the dates correctly. I want to make, you know, like um, for a little faith, there were some scenes. I'm like, well, there, were, there wasn't really a cell phones. People weren't using cell phones in these scenes. So I can't have somebody have a cell phone. Or in later fiction, when you're like, okay, why aren't they just using their cell phone if they're in trouble? You know, so you have to build the scene to make sense. I, I cannot stand when I'm reading a book and I'm like, okay, that makes absolutely no sense. Uh, I want writers to write and not be afraid to have to deal with issues that could be a challenge. Um, you know, make, make the scene real. Okay, so somebody is getting into a rough situation. For instance, in my novel, Without Grace, there was a scene that I was writing and it, it was a dramatic scene and I had in mind what, what the Vicky was going to do in this scene. And the minute it got to that point, 
she stopped me and she did something that came out of nowhere. Stephanie, I kid you not. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm dying to have that happen to me. It's crazy. And I went downstairs to get dinner ready. And I said to my kids, you're not going to believe what Vicky just did. (laughs) (laughs) And they looked at me and I said, and it was so exciting. That was an exciting point in my writing because I realized I was letting the character tell the story. I love that. You know that I am dying to have a character who just does their own thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is, it is. You know, and so you can't go off the rails, obviously, but it, it was exciting. <laughs> oh, no. And, and Facebook dropped us again. This is third time as the charm, Carol. Okay. All right. Hey, you know what? I, I have nowhere to go, Stephanie. Remember what I said to you? I said that I wanted um, as much exposure as possible. And I said, you know, yeah. multiple uses of the same thing. Well, this is yes. our third video. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you are okay. getting, wait until you see your timeline is going to have, um, you know, like three videos in a row. Oh, really? Yes, very funny. I'm okay, like, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go on my face. I'm like page. dying here, every, and every time I'm like, okay, what's the last thing that you said before cut out? Uh, I'm glad I have a nice person to be my guinea pig since. Oh, absolutely. I wouldn't. I Facebook wouldn't. And Zoom are just killing me today. And, <laughs> I, and and when I when I restream it for the podcast, I'm gonna cut out all this chit chat that we have. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. Well, not no the chit chat. I just mean the chit chat about the fact that we're not live. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Nobody heard that. I believe we're live again. And I hope that our audience is following us from video to video to video. I I do see some audience members because I can see the chat and they're like, oh, there you are. And then then a few minutes later, they're like, oh, there you are. (laughs) Getting really pretty funny, which is why this is a cry for help that if anyone has successfully integrated Zoom and Facebook Live, please call me when this podcast is over. <laughs> there <laughs> you go. I obviously need help in this realm. <laughs> now, Carol, I know you work with so many authors as they're writing. I mean, not to mention, I, I don't know if I'm supposed to say this publicly, you work for authors who don't want to write and, you know, yeah. you're, you're the ghost behind the scenes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> True. But you're also hands-on with them as they're writing. Mm-hmm. And um, what would you say, you, you were just talking about something that I would consider as a, a research faux pas, that somebody is not really looking at what the time is, what those characters really would have been doing in that scenario. Mm-hmm. Um, suddenly shooting off a text to their friend is just not realistic. Um, right. So that to me is like, I think people sometimes in fiction writing, especially drop the ball on research. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Non-fiction writers know that they should. Fiction mm-hmm. writers, you know, I think that they think they're all writing fantasy sometimes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and some of the these writers, um, it can be a challenge because I'm not working for a specific publisher, and the specific publishers have a you know a, a way that they want their books published and that kind of thing. So it's me and the author, and the author gets the final say. But when I try to talk to them and reason with them, I mean, I had one author in particular, and I won't say names, I won't say the name of the book, but 
he did not understand why he was not getting the attention he thought he deserved. And the book, the, I can't even tell you, it was, it was, it just needed so much work. And it was, it was, um, nothing made sense. But he said, but it's fun. It's, it's, it, it, it makes it fun. And I'm like, it, for you as an author, right. but it, it, the, it, you know, I, I don't even want to give too much away about it because I, I don't well, want him to really come after me, no, but, no, um, course, but yeah, I, I upset him. What tips would you say to our future authors, since we're all about once and future authors, right. um, without naming any names, like I see, for example, um, and, and certainly you work with authors on a different kind of plane than I do, um, I would say one of the downfalls that I end up redlining the most is dialogue. Mm -hmm. Dialogue yes. seems to be a very big problem that that people have their characters saying things, you know what, I wish they would just say the important things. Like nobody exactly. a book that says, could I have a glass of water? Sure, let me hand you one. <laughs> Did you want the big glass or the small glass? Nobody cares. Right. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, when, you know, when, um, and, and uh, again, it, it doesn't happen overnight. As a writer, that took me some time to get that down. I'm like, well, okay, I've got to trust the reader that they know that the person came in the door and said hello and did all the small talk already. That's done. Right, and right, now right. we're moving on to get the story to move ahead. Oh, I and love the way you said that. I love the way that you said that, that the, the reader understands that there was small talk. Mm -hmm. We don't need to discuss it. That's, that's exactly. fabulous because yeah, I was working on a book recently that every scene started with, you know, the, the two minutes of small talk and it was like, yeah. Nobody cares to read this. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You're going to lose your reader. You know, they're, they, you know, absolutely going to lose the reader. So you it's, know, it's. People do not have to say hello and goodbye. Right. Right. Exactly. Say, you know, enter a room or leave a room. Right. Exactly. You know, um, at one point, I remember I had a character. I'm trying to think if that was my book, if I was editing somebody, but getting out of the car to get into the house, they shut the door, they walk up the steps, the blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, no, we don't need to know that. We know how people get into houses. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, unless, unless there's something about them, their character, that we need to know that. Like, how do they get out of the car? Do they hobble? Do they, you know, are they forgetful? Did they leave their door open? Those kind of things make sense. But if you're just going to go into the house, just get in there. <laughs> right, right. And, and if you're just talking to the person in the kitchen, we don't need to know about it. Right, exactly, and, uh, exactly. You know, there's so many times that happens. So that's, that's one pet peeve I have with writers mm -hmm. and, and, and want to say to them, this is not necessary. Right, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I, I, go ahead. Like you said, uh, research is another big pet peeve of mine when, when people are missing the mark entirely with things. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people are rushing. <laughs> they want to get their book written. And, and I always tell people the first time uh, I finished um, A Little Faith, it only took me like a month and a half, but it was a very wordy outline. That's how I looked at it. It wasn't finished, but the whole story was there then I needed to flesh it out. And that took like 17 years. <laughs> it took a number of years. And I'm not saying it has to take that long. It's just, there was certain, I, you know, I wasn't writing it the whole time, but you know, I was going back and forth with it while I was working on other things. But it, it, you have to get your story down and then 
you know, you get, that's how you get to know your characters. That's how you get to know them. And I, I did a lot of writing mentally when, on my first book when I was doing mindless tasks. Um, the characters were very involved in my mind. Did you? Yeah. So, so you were yeah. kind of a little schizophrenic there for a while. Yeah. <laughs> Between you and me, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. What else? makes that line I, I i i wish i could appreciate you know i i have a son who appreciates movies for example uh -huh. and right. and he would say you know this was a qualitative movie and this one wasn't and i'm quite honestly i if i'd had a happy ending i was happy you know <laughs> um similarly with books you know there are good books that are enjoyable and i yep. i like the character and it's fun and i you know and I and I turn the pages and I get to the end, and then there are great books. Yes. Yeah. You no. Know, what yeah. What makes that line between the good and the great? You know, I'm talking once we've passed, everything is spelled correctly. <laughs> right. Yes. Well, for me, and this is just for me, a great book for me is something that I know I could never have written myself. Ooh, that, that's a that, statement. Yeah, that was that. Um, um, one of the books that come to mind always for me is A.S. Byatt's Possession. I loved that book. And part of the reason I was like, oh my gosh, I could never have written this. This is just, it's just so, it's done so well. It, it's just such a, a fantastic book. Um, and so that those things and the books that stick with you, I think those are the books that are the great books. There's others that are, yeah, like it's same with TV shows. Oh, that was a fun TV show to watch, and you know, I'll forget about it. Then you know, after I turn the TV off, and then there's some that stick with you. Like, oh my gosh, that was just so powerful. So that that's how I look at it for myself. Well, I have to tell you that that not of little faith, Grace. Oh, <laughs> I do not have in my hand. Right, she sticks with me. Oh really? Okay. I have I have thought about her many many times. Oh really? Okay. Unrelated, and I will be thinking about Grace. Well, it's funny because um, I'm writing a, I'm trying to write a prequel to about Gra Grace because oh. uh, Vicky was the daughter, and the story was about Vicky. But uh, for some reason, Stephanie, as I was driving home one night, Grace said to me people just didn't understand why I did what I did. And I'm like, oh boy, we <laughs> Ooh, she said that need to understand why she did what she did. And I'm like, I need to understand why she did what she did. So I have pages upon pages right here on my desk that I'm working on figuring her out. And um, wow. I think I mentioned to you before that during this whole pandemic, it's been very hard for me to focus on it, but something's telling me I have to get back to it. Ooh, I love that. And, and, and that lends to that, what you were talking about at the beginning, character driven. Yes. You're yeah. not even sitting here thinking about a storyline right now. Right, right. Exactly. Well, I have little notes already, like behind my laptop right here, who was born when, and I'm like, oh gosh, I got to figure out this. <laughs> what wow. was it like in 1933? What was it like there? You know, it's, it's crazy because I, that requires research especially when you're writing about a rural area like did they have you know what did they have then you know it, it's it's so i have to do my research i love that now you, you you said an interesting statement which is that you 
had trouble focusing during the pandemic. And I mm -hmm. have heard that. And, and, you know, even myself, I feel like, God, I wish I was more productive during this <laughs> pandemic than I have been. Like, I don't want to yeah. get to the end and be like, wow, you had all that time. Exactly. And you did <laughs> squat, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Definitely. I yeah, mean, I did. in many, many ways, I feel like I am, you know, doing what I can tread water, you know, yeah. I've had a million, a million clients that I'm dealing with. I mean, goodness, my, my husband will tell you that I work 20 hours a day and I yeah. am, but, but there are those other things that I would love to look back and say, oh, I wrote my first novel during the pandemic. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, I did two jigsaw puzzles. Does that oh, count? Okay. <laughs> Jigsaw puzzles are good. Yeah, but then I thought, okay, I'm not going to take out another jigsaw puzzle because I need to read more and I need to write more. So <laughs> I refuse to take any more out because it's a time suck. <laughs> okay, but were they like 1,000 piece or 5,000 piece? Um, not five, oh my gosh, no. Um, one was 1,000 piece, the one was 550 pieces, but the 550 pieces was hard, Stephanie. <laughs> I bet it was hard. I bet it was really hard. <laughs> but it was fun. It was fun. <laughs> and that's not a time suck if you're you know thinking about things like it's that's true time, that's true you know to to ruminate and to have your characters in your mm -hmm. mind and all that other stuff that's true very that's true not bad that's <laughs> not bad well since this pandemic is not ending anytime soon. <laughs> right, right, exactly. I mean, I'm hoping, but it's not gonna end tomorrow. Um, right. You know, are you going to do anything different, change anything about what you're doing to try to be a little more uh, productive, proactive? Um, yes, I've told myself that I'm not, I'm going to, be i'm annoying myself that i have to focus on my, on my writing i have to do it because like you said like once it's the pandemic has you know ended if we yes. can say that <laughs> i will kick myself thinking i had all that time because there i can't even tell you how many how many books i have that i haven't read that i said when when i have my time i'll read these and i'm like carol it's now it's now <laughs> read right get to it so yeah i know and i can't believe that we're like like seven weeks in on this thing yeah yeah and you're right how many books i should have read i should have <laughs> my house by now for goodness sakes <laughs> yeah this yeah and oh. yeah seven weeks i mean i'm the one who tells people you know you could write a book in six weeks and and admittedly i've written you know several as i jokingly say to you i ghost write you know boring nonfiction corporate kind of stuff. Right, right, right. And, and I've gotten work done, but not not that great American novel. That I <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. So, so what should we do? I'm I'm bowing to the expert here. Oh goodness. Know, even though you're admitting that you've been doing puzzles instead right. of writing. <laughs> what can we mere mortals do to try to make the best of what I'm going to hope are the final weeks of the pandemic. Can I say that? The final weeks? Uh, that would be lovely. I, yes. Go I, ahead. I say it and believe it. Absolutely. I'll believe so, it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say it. I'll believe it. I'll knock wood here. Yeah. We're going to hope that I, this is it. I think the one thing that I've learned to do in the last couple of weeks is keep the TV off. 
as much oh, as yeah. I can. I, I, I have accidentally um, seen news occasionally, and yeah. it's not a good thing to do. No, no, that's what I thought. I was like, you know, because in the beginning, I was like, I'd wake up, I'd put the TV on, I'd be reading the paper. And, and again, you know, the day you, and you just watch all these programs and it, it's, it's, it's not a value to me to be uh, and where I want to be. And so I've learned like, turn off the TV. I'll, I can get the information I need in a, in a 20 minute, you know. <laughs> and honestly, what do we need to know? It's right. Inside. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I'm staying inside. Exactly. So. That's all I need to know. Right. <laughs> Very true. Yeah. And, and it's easy also to get trapped into social media. If you want to write, Whoa. you know, Definitely. yeah. So I, I try to focus on that. So, and, and having this conversation with you has been inspiring to me good. and a good reminder to get back to my writing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. My own writing. Yes. A good reminder that we are hopefully on the back nine, as they say in Gulf. Right, right. You know, <laughs> we are hopefully on the back nine, so we better like suck it up. If if you've been baking bread and cleaning your house and exercising and all those good things, good for you. Uh, you've written five books during this pandemic, or even read five books, good for you. Right. If you yeah. haven't, there's still time. There is. <laughs> yeah, there is. I baked cookies. I didn't bake bread. I baked cookies. Now, see, and that's a problem because. Then they have to be eaten, and, and, <laughs> and, and the whole exercising thing. My gym is closed, so I can't go to the gym, and I couldn't work out here. But you know, I got dogs, and they want attention. So <laughs> I get that. I get that. <laughs> Although before the pandemic, I started taking an adult ballet class. <gasps> Fun at a dance studio, and they are now doing online class. <gasps> I have Ooh. class, in fact, I have class in an hour and I'm going to put on my little leotard in my living room. I love it. Chair to use as a bar and do, uh -huh. and I have to put the teacher on Zoom to be able to see her. So, okay. These are over. <laughs> oh, <I love it. laughs> but that's great. That's awesome. Very, very cool. But yes, we, we're on the back nine. So you said you're gonna be you're gonna get an expired. So what does that what does that look like? What are you gonna do differently today and tomorrow? Oh, oh now you're putting me on the spot, aren't you? Well, I'm going well, to <laughs> we want some we want inspiration inside ourselves. Right, right. Well, you know what? I, I have to finish up. Um I'm reading a a, a work right now of, of from this young author, and I want to finish reading that because she wants my input. And then I am going to pick up all my papers here with my notes and get myself re-familiar with Grace and her story and see if it's still, what I've written, see if that's still held up. Because sometimes, you know, you go back to it and you're like, okay, that doesn't make sense or, you know, that kind of thing. So that's what I'm going to do. No, that's very true. Sometimes when we look back at things, which is a good reason to put things in a drawer for a while. Exactly. Absolutely. Definitely, because you can be so in love with it in the beginning, and then you come back. And then when you come back, if you're still in love with it, that's a good sign, too. Right. I mean, but that's sometimes true even for those nasty emails or texts that you want to shoot out. Right. <laughs> that's right? very true. And let it sit with you for a little while. Exactly. Very <laughs> true. Very true. 
absolutely. <laughs> so, so that's what we're going to try so that we too, by the end of all of this, can, um, you know, have five books written. <laughs> yeah, five, absolutely. <laughs> five books written. <laughs> well, this has been delightful. I've, I've learned a lot about um, Zoom and Facebook Live, which is oh, that good. the limit seems to be uh, four minutes and 30 seconds, and then it conks out. Oh, okay. So, um, our viewers have now seen us in four minute and 30 second increments. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, am well. going to try them all together and release the one uncut version, which will be funny because they'll also hear me and you speaking about the fact of that we're not on the air, which will be right, funny. right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's fun. That's fine. And so it, it gets to be a fabulous interview and a blooper reel. Oh, I like that. Time. I love blooper reels. <laughs> so it's a blooper reel merged in with a podcast episode. It's like killing two birds with one stone. It's kind of like having a book that's a drama and a comedy. Oh. <laughs> I like that. A dramedy. I love that. A dramedy. So, yeah, so final good. words of tips for our people out there who are saying, yeah, we still have some weeks to go, folks. So let's, let's get yeah. started. What should a brand new me, never wrote fiction before <laughs> author, what should I do today to get started? Today, um, find out who your characters are going to be. Okay. And um, write them down, get to know them, talk to them. You're an interviewer, so you interview them. <laughs> That's what you could do, find out just who they are. Line for me to interview these. With yeah. And find out what they want. They have to want something. So oh, find out God. what they want. And then, you know, it doesn't have to be a great big thing. It could be something very simple, but they have to want something so that your readers can be rooting for them. And they can be wanting something nasty, mean, cruel. I don't think you have that in your body, but I think, <laughs> you know, but I think, you know, um, get to know your characters. I like the way you said that, that, that what they want is not always, you know, world peace, you know. Right, exactly, exactly. It doesn't have to be anything huge. It's just, has to be a desire. Yeah, I, <laughs> I want Zoom and Facebook to integrate. <laughs> There you go. There you Get go. Everything that we want, man. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Very true. Okay, so I should start with characters. I shouldn't be sitting here saying what's going to happen next and next and next and next first. Well, you can, um, because you. But you're going to want to know how your character is going to react to that. Oh, okay, that makes sense. You know, the, I guess. I guess for me, I'm thinking about it. Is it a chicken or an egg thing first? Mm -hmm. And I like the way you you keep bringing it back to. What do my characters want? What yeah. are they like? Who are they as people? Because if I suddenly stick them in a situation and I don't know who they are. It makes it very difficult. You know, I'm figuring out what time period is happening. Is it present day as a historical fiction or is it something in the future? And, you know, and how they interact with all of that. All right. I'm, on I'm going to nag you, you know, Stephanie. <laughs> I'm going to ask how, how the writing's going. Okay. <laughs> I shouldn't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know how busy you are. And but... now all those people who are counting on me to write their boring corporate nonfiction things are going to be like, don't encourage this. I know. <laughs> we have work that has to be done. Right, right. We no. writing fluff fiction. Because with all due respect to fiction writers every place, my fiction is going to be fluff fiction because that's it. 
I mean, admittedly, that's what I love to read. I read, I read all of my authors' books. Um, mm -hmm. Is that I'm, you know, fortunate enough to interview authors, right. publish. Um, I, I always wanted that every single book that passes my fingers that I read. And then right. when I go on vacation, I read garbage. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. But the, hey, you know, and like I said, sometimes that's what you need. That's really what you need. It's the same, like I said, with TV shows. There's some TV shows, like, I'd be embarrassed for anyone to know, catch me watching. Exactly. But sometimes you just want to just veg and not have to think. Well, that's and, why and, I think that, you know, should I be able to write fiction? That's what I'm going to write is mm -hmm. garbage. And, um, you know, I might have to do it under a pen name. <laughs> <laughs> but it sells, that's for sure. It you does. <laughs> it does sell. I mean, I certainly have no hope that my first thing will sell, but, you know. <laughs> but maybe with your help, it will. My little well, girl. you know, my pen what, there's only one thing holding you back, and that's you. And that's me. Yeah. That's absolutely true. And I'm so glad. <laughs> that's the final tip, folks. <laughs> there's just one thing holding us back and even you know what we're talking about doing here you can't even blame it on the pandemic there's right. only one thing that's holding you back and it's you yeah no it's very true you absolutely know, anybody who's watching this all 75 segments of this thing that are going to be thrown <laughs> together anyone who's watching this is going to know that the only thing holding them back is themselves so mm. there's that well, Carol, you are a delight as always. Thank you, Stephanie. <laughs> a delight as always. And, and this was fun, and I'm sure I'm going to get nasty hate mail. I'm already, <laughs> as we're talking, by the way, seeing people who are messaging me. I can't find you. I can't find you. I can't oh, no. <laughs> so I will have to, as soon as we get off, string it all together. Okay. The final cut, which will be funny because it does include the bloopers. So, okay, very cool. That's fine. That'll be fun for me to watch. I thank you for your technology patience. And oh, my pleasure. more importantly, I thank you for your contributions to the literary world. Um, if you have not had the pleasure of reading Carol yet, um, she's the author of A Little Faith, which you can get, well, certainly as you can get anything in the world on Amazon, mm -hmm. although slowly now, very yes. slowly now. Right. Um, CarolHonig.com. Is that correct, Carol Honig? Yes. Mm -hmm. And you can find a little faith there, and you can also find, okay. Without grace. Without grace, that's why. <laughs> I saw the hesitation. You saw me. <laughs> because it's not here on my desk. <laughs> Mom, I need my copy back. <laughs> yes, 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 you do. Yeah. I need my copy back. Without grace, which uh, every time I go upstate now, I think about that because it takes Oh, okay. Love that. And of Little Faith, and also another book that Carol wrote that we will definitely have a whole episode devoted to, which is The Author's Guide to Planning Book Events. It's kind of irrelevant at the moment because we're all indoors. Yeah. But someday, yeah. <laughs> you're going to have another book event and you're going to want this book. Thank you. And, and maybe I'm going to try to talk Carol into re releasing this. With uh, updates, yeah, needs updates. Yes, with updates, I would love to work on that with you. And I think our updates are going to have to take into account what to do about all these book events. Like half of it has to be online. Yeah, I yeah. mean, this could this could happen again. We need we need to be prepared. Yeah, I've had Very people true. ask me about virtual book signings and things like that already. So, mm -hmm. oh yeah, 
So we yeah. will, I'm going to try to talk her into the updated version, but we'll talk about it. <laughs> but thank you for joining us today, Carol. Thank you to all of our audience, wherever you are. And, um, and do what Carol said. Get writing. <laughs> Thanks again. Thanks so much for joining us for Once in Future Authors. If you've enjoyed the show, please subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. Reviews help other interested listeners to find the show, so your review could launch new books every day. Thanks again for joining us, and happy writing.